Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 25th of September, the 268th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Are you well? I do hope so. Today, the 25th of September, is France's Day of National Recognition for the Harkis. The Harkis, the word comes from the Arabic harka or haraka, meaning war party or movement. Here in France and in Algeria, harki is the generic term for native Muslim Algerians who served as auxiliaries in the French army during the Algerian War of Independence, fought from 1954 until 1962. The word harkis is also often used to refer to all Algerian Muslims who supported French Algeria during the war. Harkis are regarded as traitors in Algeria, and thousands were killed after the war in violent and often very brutal reprisals, despite the Evian Accord ceasefire and amnesty stipulations signed by France and the newly independent Algeria. Up to 200,000 Harkis fought for the French colonial power during the bloody war, but only 42,000 Harkis were allowed to come to France, some with their wives and children. The French government initially refused to recognize their right to stay in France, and the Harkis were interned in remote detainee camps and were victimized by endemic racism. A very shameful act by the French government, which was not spoken of or acknowledged by the government until 2001, when September 25th was established as the Day of National Recognition for the Harkis. Earlier this week, President Emmanuel Macron spoke to a group of Harkis and asked their forgiveness and promised not only recognition for their allegiance to France, but also reparations, finally. Dear brothers and sisters of the radio listening fraternity, I am Jayantu Chakravarti of New Delhi, India. We are all connected by a common bond of friendship and brotherhood through the powerful medium of radio. Radio is the ultimate source for social contact. It brings citizens of the world together in a bonhomie of togetherness, love, peace and freedom. Let us all pledge to shed hatred, animosity and ill will towards our fellow citizens and bring in a world full of hope, aspirations and dreams that can be fulfilled. Thank you, dear listeners of Radio France International. 
still to come, listener news, the Sound Kitchen mailbag, and music from Erwan. But first... The Quiz. On the 28th of August, I asked you a question about the death of Chad's former dictator, Isen Abre, who had died four days earlier. Abre was serving a life sentence for war crimes and crimes against humanity in Senegal. Local media said Abre died of COVID-19. Coming to power after a coup d'etat, Abre himself was unseated by a coup. I asked you to answer these two questions. In which year was Chad's former dictator, Isen Abre, forced from power by a coup d'etat? And who was responsible for this coup, which forced him out of power? The answer is Idris Deby in 1990. Deby was the head of the Patriotic Salvation Movement and was president of Chad until last April when he was killed commanding troops on the front fighting the opposition militia FACT, the Front for Change and Concord in Chad. Deby survived various rebellions and coup attempts against his rule, until April of this year, that is. He eliminated term limits for the office of president, and his three decades in power were marked by, according to studies by Transparency International, widespread corruption, including cronyism, embezzlement, and a deeply entrenched patronage system. Since his death at the hands of the militants, Debbie's son, Mohammed Ibn Idris Debbie Itno, is the chairman of the Transitional Military Council and de facto president of the country. And the winners are... Biswanath Mandal, the president of the RFI World Radio Club in Murshidabad, West Bengal, India and RFI Listeners Club member Kashif Khalil from Faisalabad, Pakistan. There's faithful RFI English listeners Zhu Lijian from Manshan Anhui in China, Vikram Kumar Kaga from Rajasthan, India, and finally Mohammed Rocket from the Friends Radio Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. question this week is about the Harkis, which I mentioned at the top of the show. I want you to tell me which French president established the 25th of September as the day of national recognition for the Harkis. Here's a hint. It's the same president who finally acknowledged France's collaboration with Germany during World War II in the exportation of French Jews to the death camps something which the French government had always denied until this president I'm asking you about. Again, write in with the answer to this question. Which French president established September 25th as the day of national recognition for the Harkis? You have until the 25th of October to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on October 30th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. (laughs) 
Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-31129682. That's plus 336-31129682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Hello, I am Sultan Mahmoud Sharkar, President of Shetu RFI Listeners Club from Bangladesh. I am listening to the sound kitchen and Susan Oines by is cooking. Thanks to all of you. Sound Kitchen mailbag, there was a lovely letter from the ever-faithful Hans Werner Lolika from Hedehusen, Denmark. Hans and his wife Inga-Lisa recently celebrated their 50 years of marriage, and Hans was kind enough to think of us and share how a 50th wedding anniversary is celebrated in Denmark. Hans wrote, Dear Susan, Welcome back to Paris and the Sound Kitchen. I understand that you had a relaxing vacation in France. I did. We had a very intense summer. Ingeliza, as usual, went to volunteer at a girls' camp. In July, we had a week in a hotel in the midst of the most beautiful part of Denmark with all three generations of our family. We were 15 people, ranging from 10 to 73 years of age. This was part of celebrating our golden wedding anniversary, our 50th year of marriage. According to the Danish tradition, we were awakened with music and hymns by our family, friends, and neighbors, and we had breakfast with all of them, all organized by our three children. Then we were invited to a luncheon party at a restaurant, in the photograph of Inga, Lisa, and I, the decorations you see are also part of the tradition. The people who put up the decorations, in the village it would be the neighbors, but today it's mostly the children, as it was in our case. Those who put up the decorations are entitled to a hot meal in the house. As an extra, we went for one day to celebrate with friends in Nakskov, where we served as a pastoral family for 32 years. Now we are resting from some very wonderful days. Our children gave us a four-day trip to the most remote inhabited island in Denmark. That will take place in September. All the best, Hans. I'm a bit late, but happy anniversary, Ingeliza and Hans. I wonder if you're on that island now? What is that island's name? Do you have any photos? I'm sure the Sound Kitchen listeners are as curious to see them as I am. Listeners, be sure and look at the Sound Kitchen and the RFI Club's Facebook pages to see a photo of Ingeliza and Hans Werner Lolika and their 50th wedding anniversary decorations. Once again, happy anniversary, and thanks for sharing your day with us all. May there be many more years of wedded bliss before you. Your girl Bella to be. Stay live, stay fly, stay loving. I shall.
another letter from the Sound Kitchen mailbag. It comes from Princess Funkazi Peppel, who's a member of the Radio Zeter Club and lives in the U.S. in Texas. Dear Susan, I would like to commend the exceptional work that Randall King is doing in Texas, a project designed to nurture and cultivate young men and women to become responsible and productive adults. Randall King is a young and blessed man who has taken upon himself the mission to reevaluate the reality of African Americans in America. On behalf of all Radio Zeter Club members in particular, but also all of the precious listeners across the globe, we wish to extend our appreciation to you, Susan Owensby, and your team for the Sound Kitchen program where you never know what you'll be served. Thank you for your dedication in producing interesting programs every week. I would really love to meet David Page, the former presenter of Letters from a Listener Club 9516, of which I was a very active member. I have very fond memories of that time. I would also love to meet Kusman Touré, an African prince that has been trending on viral videos. Kusman eloquently represents the unindoctrinated African person. I admire his clear vision of African people in Africa, how it is we Africans must come up with African solutions to African problems. My name is Princess Funkazi Peppel from the Bonnie Kingdom of the Niger Delta in Nigeria. I am a businesswoman, arts promoter, and women's rights advocate. As a collaborator with the Women in Jazz South Florida group, I had the good fortune to recently meet the initiator and founder, Dr. Joan Cartwright, in Lausanne, Switzerland. This woman is so full of fun at her 73 years of age, a fountain of refreshment for a young woman like me that needed to refill her vessel. Dr. Cartwright will walk into a place, a restaurant for example, and fill the whole place with her presence. Our conversations were vibrant and vibrated at 300 kilometers per hour because she is so full of energy. Yours sincerely, Princess Fungazi Peppel. Thank you for your kind words, Princess Funkazi. I'm glad you got to meet Dr. Cartwright, and how about that? While she was in Switzerland having 300-kilometer-per-hour talks with you, she mailed me a CD featuring artists from the Women in Jazz South Florida Collective. And I'm going to do up a nice program with music from the Collective in October. And I've forwarded your letter to David Page, who is enjoying his retirement, but missing you all, and also Erwan Rome, who is the other part of the team. It's just the two of us. <laughs> Thanks you for your recognition. Listeners, Dr. Joan Cartwright, that vibrant talker, is also a member of the Radio Zeter Club, a radio club with members spread across the globe, from Spain to Texas to Florida to Nigeria. And they like to write letters, which is wonderful. How about you writing a letter to the Sound Kitchen and letting us know whatever it is you are up to, what you're thinking? When you share, it tightens the bond between us all. And what are we here for if not for connecting with our fellow humans? So, to your pens, everyone. Yes, I'm excited because the radio gives me life. I don't care about any other person, but the radio gives me life. So, yes, 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 yes. Thank you all. I'm your one and only Oluladi Adini from Lagos State, Nigeria. 
Be safe, stay blessed, and keep listening to that radio. Don't change this dial. I love you. We have a new RFI Listeners Club member to welcome, Robin Spaulding from Berkeley, California. Robin, one of my dearest and most long-dated girlhood friends, lives in Berkeley. When I go to the U.S., I always try to get to Berkeley to see her. You live in a nice city, Robin. Welcome to the Sound Kitchen family. You, too, can be a member of the RFI Listeners Club. Just write to me at english.service at rfi.fr and tell me you want to join, and I'll send you a membership number. It's that easy. When you win a Sound Kitchen quiz as an RFI Listeners Club member, you receive a premium prize, and you can join our Facebook page, the RFI Listeners Club page. You must ask to join the group. You must furnish your RFI Listeners Club membership number. I'll approve you, and then off you go. Robin, be sure you join in. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and expertise in mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about French President Emmanuel Macron's meetings with the Taliban. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. This week, Erwan chose to pay tribute to a titan in the jazz world, George Wine, who died at 95 earlier this month. Wine was an American jazz promoter, pianist, and producer. In 1954, socialites and jazz lovers Louis and Elaine Lorillard asked Wine to organize a jazz festival in their hometown of Newport, Rhode Island, which became the festival for jazz musicians around the world. Called simply the Newport Jazz Festival, it was the first outdoor jazz festival in the United States. Wine also co-founded the Newport Folk Festival with Pete Seeger and Theodore Bickell and was instrumental in the founding of the incredibly famous New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. George Wine's contribution to jazz was thankfully well recognized. He received a wide array of honors for his work in jazz, even from France, where he was decorated with France's Légion d'honneur and given the Commander of the Order of Arts and Literature Medal. He was honored at the White House by two American presidents, Jimmy Carter in 1978 and Bill Clinton in 1993, among many other rewards and distinctions. Erwan chose the 1935 hit Lulu's Back in Town to introduce you to George Wine. It's played by George Wine on the piano with the Newport All-Stars. Rest in peace, Maestro Wine. And thanks, Erwan, for your tribute. Talk to you all next week.
Thank <laughs> you.